You're listening to Orange County's only station with critical business information, Critical Mass, with your host, Rick Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass, Coast to Coast. I am your host, Rick Franzi. This business talk show airs live on Thursdays at 3 p.m. and is heard exclusively here on Internet Radio Station, octalkradio.net. If you're listening to this show as a podcast, we encourage you to consider listening to the program live during our broadcast times. This show is brought to you by our commercial sponsors, Smart Stop Self Storage, Commerce National Bank, Succession Strategies, and Smart Business Magazine. The goal for this show is to help you, our listening audience, make better decisions. Critical Mass Coast to Coast is a production of Renaissance Executive Forums and Critical Mass for Business. Renaissance Executive Forums brings together the top executives from non-competing companies into an advisory board process through which thousands of leaders gain fresh ideas and new insights. If you're interested in learning more about the Renaissance Executive Forums process, then simply find their website, which is executiveforums.com. And there you can learn about their process, find the local business owner in your city who is the chair for your Renaissance Executive Forum forums, and reach out to them, and hopefully you'll benefit from this powerful concept as well. Here on Critical Mass Coast to Coast, we generally interview several guests each week from around the country. I want to thank our Renaissance Executive Forums business partners who act as producers in our markets and bring us the guests. Today we have two guests. Both of them came to us by virtue of our partner in Philadelphia. The Renaissance Executive Forums business owner in Philadelphia is Ken Wax. And so, Ken, I'd like to say thank you for bringing us two what proved to be interesting guests. The first guest today on the program is Rick Skidmore. Rick is president and CEO of Timberlane Incorporated. Rick, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It is our pleasure. Let's explain to the audience a little bit about your firm. Um, I'd be glad to. Uh, Timberlane manufactures um, an extensive line of of build-to-order exterior window shutters and related uh, architectural hardware. Uh, We serve multiple customer channels that, you know, range from trade professionals in the construction and design arena, um, you know, from small renovation contractors to large-scale home builders and really everything in between. Um, we also actively support the architectural and uh, specifier community um, through participation in a lot of industry events and sponsorships. Um, we're unique and, and a little different in the way we um, are, are kind of structured um, by contrast to uh, companies in the building products sector. Um, we don't sell our products through retailers or through large you know, commercial chains or through traditional forms of distribution. Um, we sell on a direct basis, so we're you know, very vertically integrated. Um, it allows us to really maintain a higher level of customer engagement, and, and it provides a customer experience that's you know, more consistent with our brand. How long has your firm been in business? Uh, about 18 years, actually. Are are you the founder? I am. I am. Okay, so take me back 19 years ago. What were you doing, and why did you decide to create Timberlane? 19 years ago. Okay, I um, early in my career um, out of college, I had uh, you know thought I was uh, 
going to go into the field of law and be an attorney. <laughs> and um, that uh, took a change of direction and uh, got into financial services and um, really in the sales and marketing end of that business. And um, I did probably about a six or seven year stint out of college uh, working for you know one of the largest uh, financial institutions in the in the country and um, you know really did not enjoy it um, uh, the, the I was successful at it but it was a uh, not a good fit for me so um, very entrepreneurial I wanted to really own and operate my own business and I really didn't have an idea what type of business that was going to be so I um, literally stumbled onto um, you know, a, need, a personal need actually for custom wood shutters for a house that I was renovating, and um, through that process, uh, I, I couldn't find a company that really offered the type of product that I wanted. Um, and the few that came close, uh, you know, as a marketer, I was somewhat critical of you know the process, and I wasn't real impressed with them. So, kind of the light bulb went off, and I thought there was an opportunity there to uh, you know start a company and and build a brand. That's interesting. You're, you wouldn't be the first entrepreneur, and I always enjoy having entrepreneurs on the radio program who create growing, thriving businesses from a personal experience that they realize has broader market appeal than their own specific need. Tell me about a little bit about your differentiation in the shutter market because shutters have been around for a long time. They have, and and it's you know uh, we live it and breathe it every day, so you know we're we're a little close to it. But um, shutters have been around for a long time, and actually you know originated as as really the early window before windows were around. Um, so you know over a couple hundred years, as um, you know technology changed and building product materials evolved, and, and actual functional windows came into existence, shutters became less and less important. Um, un- until, you know, probably, you know, turn of the century, you know, kind of depression era, you know, shutters almost became, you know, a decorative element. They just weren't used anymore. So, you know, shutters kind of died. It used to be, you know, kind of as big as the window industry was because they were really the early windows. Um, so shutters really for many, many years kind of went dormant and became um, kind of an an obscure amenity, which became a design element on most homes. And, you know, there's exceptions to that in that there's a lot of historical properties that, you know, are, are very heavily mandated to be consistent with, you know, what what would have originally been uh, on the property. So they always had a role, but they, they really lost their, you know, they, they lost their, their, their market share, they lost their market awareness. Um, and, you know, as, as there was a kind of shift in, in home designs and styles to kind of get back to, to you know, um, get back to core design elements and traditional um, construction and styling. Um, shutters started to kind of, you know, reemerge. And, you know, now they're used in for many different reasons. You know, the predominant purpose for shutters is still decorative, but um, it's, you know, now they've evolved into offering storm protection. They've, you know, evolved into offering energy conservation through, you know, actually blocking the sun. And, um, you know, so they've they've kind of, you know, really made a made a comeback. Something old becomes new again. That's exactly right. So you're in the building industry. You're 
highly tied to it. We all know the building industry is coming back, and it's a growth engine now for the U.S. economy. Yay. But for a number of years, it was actually a drag on the economy. How did that affect you and Timberlane? Uh, it, it affected us in a big way. Um, you know, our, our, our business over the years grew and evolved, and, and you know, it, it went from being fairly simple to, you know, as the organization size grew and we added multiple channels, it got more complex. So um, one of the, you know, although we have and still do have multiple segments that we serve, you know, one of the, you know, one of the, one of the top three segments was new construction. Um, now, our products are, are, are on the high end. It's, you know, it's a, definitely a super premium product. It's custom. It's built to order. So it's not the kind of product you're going to typically see on a track home. Um, so we were somewhat, you know, somewhat insulated from, you know, kind of the implosion of, you know, the housing and, and building industry collapse. But we were nonetheless tied to it. And, you know, we, we, we definitely, you know, Felt a pretty significant slide um, that started in uh, in '08, and um, you know, so it's really just been in the past year that um, you know we've really started to see some some positive signs of, of growth, and you know, uh, we're currently experiencing you know um, kind of explosive growth right now over the last over the last six months. So, Rick, I have to, I, I want to interrupt you just for a second. How does that feel? It feels great. <laughs> You know, when you're in, you know, we, we we went through a lot of different phases over this, over our restructuring, you know, but when you're in survival mode um, and you have a culture that's, that has such a, such a strong basis of growth, um, it, it, it really doesn't, they don't cohabitate well together, <laughs> you know, so, you know, the conversation stopped being about how do we grow 30% next year and it, it went to, all right, now how do we, you know, kind of retool the business to kind of not go through another layoff? Um, so it feels it feels great to actually be back in a, you know, in an environment that, you know, is kind of kind of revitalized. So a lot of emotions attached to it, but it generally feels good. It doesn't mean, you know, we still have the deep hole we're digging out of. I want to make sure to get that across. But, um, you know, it's, we're moving in the right direction, and we have been. So that's uh, absolutely a, a, a a good feeling of accomplishment. And I wanted to resonate on that point for a minute because we've been doing the show here in Critical Mass and Critical Mass Coast to Coast for over four years now. And unfortunately, most of those years have been through the Great Recession and being uh, hearing good news and being able to reflect on, you know, as the business owner, there's never anything that's totally bad news or totally good news. Even with growth, you have your challenges but I think most business owners would wel- welcome the challenges associated with an uptick and growth over what they went through for the past three or four years. No, I, com- I agree with you completely. I know that you're a member of a peer group or maybe more than one peer group, so I'm just wondering if you could share with our audience how did the peer groups that you're a member of help you during the tough times but also you know, before that and currently? Um, tremendously. Um, it's probably, um, kind of without a doubt, you know, my most valuable resource as a business owner is, is, is really my, um, my peer-to-peer, you know, kind of, and I don't want to use the word networks, um, but I, I am involved in a couple different organizations. But, you know, I, one, of the, 
one of the unique um, one of the unique things that a kind of a peer to peer kind of executive group can provide is something that you know no paid professional can really provide a consultant can't provide you know even a spouse can't provide um, you know when when you know you're involved in a you know kind of a, a peer to peer experience share group it's you know you're with non competing colleagues that you know so you take that off the table right away you know you're not there you know and you don't have to worry about somebody that's trying to sell you something to, which is often very common in a lot of kind of networking groups um, right. but you know the, the more important thing is there's there's a, you know there's a deep element of trust um, and you know there's a strong kind of uh, protocol you know uh, kind of a, a language if you will that um, that is, is critical to the success of the group, um, and you know, so we use terms like you know, experience share, and you know, and not getting advice. You know, we're business leaders and we're entrepreneurs. You know, and even beyond that, just no one wants to be told what to do. You know, um, you know, there's an old proverb. You know, seek to understand by seeking to be understood. So, you know, for me, you know, a very healthy forum experience is one where you can feel very safe. Um, um, and you can really learn from the experience of, you know, other people that may have been in your shoes, you know, either directly or indirectly, but through their experience, they can, you know, kind of, uh, you know, kind of help you um, through an issue, you know, whether it's a big one or a small one. But, you know, to answer your question kind of, kind of directly, um, you know, when you're going through uh, restructuring and you're making big decisions that have, you know, far-reaching impact to people and employees and, stakeholders, you know, you want to make sure you get it right, you know, and, and you know, there's, there's nothing better than kind of, you know, getting as many talented minds involved in that process as, uh, as you can. So it's, it's, it's been, uh, been really important to me and, and also a tremendous asset to me as, as a business owner and leader, but also for our company and directly through the support that I've gotten from it. Thank you very much for your candid um, feedback. I really appreciate it. it. No one can explain the power of a peer group better than an active member who has seen it work. In it is based an experience based relationship. And thank you very much for sharing that. I'm, I've got one final, two final questions for you here today on Critical Mass Coast to Coast, and we're talking with Rick Skidmore, who is president, CEO, and founder of Timberlane Incorporated. What's the future hold for you and your company, Rick? Um, you know, I feel, I feel really, really good about the future, actually, um, Rick. It's, um, I think it's a great time right now to be in business. Um, you know, contrary to, uh, you know, there's a lot of contrarian opinions out there, and, and sure, we have a lot of challenges, you know, in our country right now, but, um, you know, it's undeniable, I think, that we are starting, you know, to kind of pop our head out of this recession, and, um, you know, it's a time of renewal. Um, you know, it's it's uh, we we knew it was going to be a bumpy ride going into it, um, so we took that opportunity over the last four years to really redesign our business and rethink the way we do everything. So um, we're very well positioned today. Um, a lot of companies were kind of stuck, you know, wondering and waiting. You know, we proactively made pretty significant investments in the company, so we're, we're positioned um, to really kind of react quickly, which is what we're doing right now. So, you know, the, the market doesn't always give you a lot of advanced warning when it's going to be cooperative. So, um, so we feel pretty good about the future. We've made, you know, a lot of, a lot of shifts in, in, in how we're doing a lot of different things and made, you know, a lot of investment in talent and people and 
technology and it's it's starting to pay off so you know we're just going to constantly evolve and constantly adapt i mean that's really the only the only thing you can do in business at least that's been my experience yes and and that's been echoed here on the radio program Rick, by some of the family businesses that we've had that have been multi-generational or many decades in business i hear from them continuing when i ask them what's the secret to being in business that long i'm summarizing what they say but what i've heard is basically always make sure you're relevant in the marketplace and don't be afraid to adapt i would i would tend to agree completely if someone would like to learn more about your firm how do they find timberlane uh, online the, the easiest way would be to go to our website which is timberlane.com pretty easy to remember um um, and from there, they can kind of navigate to multiple other channels. Or you, you can go old school and call us on the phone, and we'll, we'll actually have somebody to pick it up. <laughs> so that's so 800-250-2221. Thank you. You answered the question. I was interrupting you to ask you. I should have just waited it out. You, you mentioned that your model for going to market is a direct model, that you don't use maybe the other channels. Does that mean then that your website has a certain amount of... Um, capabilities or richness that allows a person who goes there to sort of learn more and and how interactive is your site tell us a little bit about your site yeah well you know absolutely our website is very robust and it, it has you know um, a lot of resources on there so there's everything from configuration tools to technical data to design inspiration um, you know it's it's um, that's probably a, a primary example of where we've made a lot of investment um, you know, we, you know, the e-commerce part of our site for our for our line of architectural hardware, you can, you know, basically purchase hardware online. Um, but it's really meant, you know, our primary, you know, goal with our website is to provide resources to our customers in whatever form they are, when they want it, and how they want it. So, um, you know, it's, it's if, if you are interested in either just a company or you, you know, want to do a deep dive and understand more about the product and how to purchase them. That's, you know, our, our website's a great utility for that. What's your service area? Uh, we're national. We ship all over, uh, all over the country. Um, we also um, do a little bit of exporting. Um, wow. So we're, you know, we're present in all 50 states, kind of virtually. Um, our primary headquarters is in, um, you know, is in Montgomeryville, Pennsylvania, which is a suburb of Philadelphia. When you say international, do you mean Canada? <laughs> we do Canada. Actually, we go all over the place. We have a lot of our, you know, because of the nature of our of our customers, they they tend to be affluent. Not all of them, but they, you know, a, a large percentage of our of our um, customer demographic is, you know, is is uh, you know is affluent. So they, it's not uncommon for them to have multiple homes, and you know, so we ship to the Caribbean and you know, even even to Europe. Um, really, wherever there's, we have such a niche product that, and we've, I, you know, humbly say we've done a really good job of making our company easy to find. You know, through all the search investments we've made, so that if somebody needs our product, they're typically going to find us wherever they are. This is excellent. I um, love to talk to U.S.-based manufacturing companies that have a global, at least international, if not a global footprint. And who knew that in your industry? A company of your type could be international. I think that is a credit to you as the founder and, and leader of the company and a testament to the entrepreneurial spirit because I would not have thought th this would be an international product. But thank you for opening up my mind. 
uh, during our conversation today, Rick. Now you're, you're more than welcome. I want to thank you for being a friend of the program. I want to thank Ken Wax for bringing Rick Skidmore, who is the founder, president, and CEO of Timberlane Incorporated, to our radio program. Welcome to our community, and thanks for being a friend of the program. Uh, thank you. Thank you again for the invitation. Have a good day. You too, sir. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a commercial timeout, and then we'll be back for Critical Mass Coast to Coast. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. I got stuff to the right, more stuff to the left. Got enough stuff, but I can't take a step. So I smart stopped. It took a minute to think. I need a little better spot, not under the sink. With Smart Stop, I leave the stress at the door. Cause it's the smarter way to store. Smart Stop bucks the system. Your first month's rent is just a buck. Your next three months are half off. Call 888-97-STORAGE and mention this station. Goodbye clutter, hello floors. Smart Stop, the smarter way to store. Welcome back to Critical Mass Coast to Coast. I am your host, Rick Franzi. This is our Thursday edition of the program where we interview business owners from around the country. And we do this in partnership with Renaissance Executive Forums, which is an international CEO organization with over 1,200 members. If you're interested in learning more about Renaissance Executive Forums, visit their website, www.executiveforums.com. For those loyal listeners of the program, or maybe the first time people who are listening to us live or as a podcast, I'd like to encourage you to become a regular part of our program. We have two shows each week. Our Wednesday show, <clears throat> excuse me, which airs live on octalkradio.net at 4 p.m. West Coast time, features Orange County and Southern California thought leaders, business owners, CEOs, and nonprofit executive directors the goal for the show is to help share experiences and ideas and insights that you can learn from and hopefully adapt and adopt into your business to help it be even more successful and to grow and thrive. As I said, this is our Thursday show. Same concept, different format in that we generally have a couple more guests per program and we're casting a wider net by bringing in members of the business community from across the country. The show has been on the air for four years now. We're actually in our fifth year. We've had close to 670 different guests on the program over the, that time frame. And each month, our podcasts are very robust. Uh, last 30 days, we've had just about 7,000 downloads of the various episodes of the different programs that we air live here on octalkradio.net. And so if you'd like to go back in the archives, it's very easy by finding our 
podcasting site or come to my website and go to New Media Radio Show Archives. My website for Critical Mass for Business is criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Okay, we'll be right back with more of the show, but we have a couple more commercial sponsors that we want you to be able to spend a little time with. We'll be right back. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. And at the end of the day, the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. So United Way is asking you to make a pledge. Tutor a child who needs help. Mentor a kid who needs someone on their side. Volunteer to read to children. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Be a reader. Tutor or mentor. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge now at liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. The Orange County Business Journal has ranked Commerce National Bank the 26th fastest-growing public company in Orange County, and they remain a Bauer Financial five-star institution. President and CEO Mark Simmons attributes the success to how well the bank treats its customers and employees. Commerce National Bank simply delivers personal service at a higher level than its competitors, while offering technology on par with the big banks. If your organization could use a new business bank, call Mary Miller, Senior Vice President, at 949-870-3863 or visit them online at www.commercenatbank.com. That's commercenatbank.com. Give Commerce National a chance to do better than your bank, and they will handle the rest. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. Welcome back to Critical Mass Coast to Coast. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and that will do it for this episode of the program. I'd like to thank our engineer for today's show, Paul Roberts, our producer, Rachel Franzi, our marketing communications manager, Kelly Feltus, and our guest coordinator, Kathleen Shepard. Until we have another chance to talk, I am Rick Franzi, your host, saying I hope that all of your decisions will move your business in a positive direction. You've been listening to Critical Mass Coast to Coast, only on octalkradio.net.